Welcome to the all-new Marvelicious Toys Podcast, hosted by the astonishing Arnie, the mighty Marjorie, and Captain Justin. Nah, just Justin. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages, and much more. Marvelicious Toys, Volume 2, Issue 17. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie. And this is Justin. And welcome back to Marvelicious Toys. We didn't make our planned follow-up to Toy Fair because a little thing happened kind of known as COVID. Yeah, it kind of put a damper on a lot of plans I think everyone had. We're still under lockdown here. Justin, are you free yet? We're one of those, uh, let's be the guinea pigs for the rest of the country states where the governor's kind of talking out of both sides of his mouth saying, hey, be safe, but let's open and uh, not, let's not get political, but like, uh, no, we're slowly reopening here. And my day job, surprisingly, podcasting about toys does not pay all the bills or any of them. (laughs) So my day job is at a hospital. And while I'm not front front line, uh, it was a little busy lately. So we are happy to be back and hope all of you are safe and healthy. And just remember, do what Dr. Strange does. Wearing PPE since 1963. (laughs) Yeah, no no matter what you believe about this thing, where it came from or whose fault it is, whatever, just be safe and courteous out there. Wear the proper stuff to protect yourself and people around you. Since it has been a little while, you know, we left people on a cliffhanger. It's kind of like the season finale of Superstore. They expected to have a resolution the next week, and months later, they're going to finish that storyline. If you don't watch Superstore, you should. Really funny. It's my COVID binge watch. Nice. But when we last left our listeners, we were giving away a Red Hulk. He's still elusive to find in the stores. I think it was a blink and you miss it. I did see on Reddit the other day where someone just happened to find one in the store. Don't know if it's because people aren't shopping now, but I've been unable to find them when I have ventured out. He's been on and off Target.com once in a while, but never staying for long. So hopefully our winner, Josh Harden, Still needs the figure, and he was randomly selected out of all the Twitter and Facebook and Instagram entries. So Josh, congratulations, and message us with your information where we can mail your Red Hulk. And it has been a while. If we don't hear from him by July 15th, we'll find another winner. Somebody will get Hulk. Yeah, hopefully hopefully we can get this to somebody. It's a, it's a great figure. And like you said, even even I think they might have shipped a few more because I did see them at a Target again a couple weeks ago. But it, it's still hot, you know? If it comes in, it goes right out. So somebody's going to be happy to have the big red guy. Hopefully it's Josh. <laughs> and the big news that if you read our website, we do also have a blog on there. We're working on updating it a bit more. But no Comic-Con this year. My feet are really happy about that. Yeah, So is my back. I'm not going to lie. I love (laughs) going because, I mean, we get to see Justin and Daryl and a ton of other friends. And that's what it's about. But I was kind of relieved. I was worried about going with Corona anyway. That many people. But I'm okay. 
that's kind of where I am with it too. It's like, I'm glad they called it off. Not because I don't want to go to Comic-Con, but because I didn't want to have to make that choice for myself. Because I don't think that if they kept it, I would be able to say, well, I'm not going to go just to be safe. I would, I would have gone, you know? Yeah. It's just like, you've got that big decision to make. Like, they haven't canceled New York Comic-Con yet. And we have to think, are we going to risk things and go to that? That's five months away. There's a lot that can happen in five months from reducing the infection rate tremendously to herd immunity to a spike that causes the cancellation. But San Diego Comic-Con is the Comic-Con and they didn't bother with rescheduling. You know, Comic-Con International is the organization that runs San Diego Comic-Con. They also run WonderCon. And when WonderCon hit, they're like, well, we're delaying WonderCon until November. And now it's just like, yeah, we know it's not going to happen. San Diego Comic-Con. And last year was their 50th consecutive year. They made it exactly 50 before circumstances outside their control bumped them. Yeah, uninterrupted. I think they did a great thing, though, because if you had a ticket, you were able to roll it over to the next year if you wanted to. So if you were able to deal with that waiting room lobby craziness to get a badge you don't have to be like oh i won the lotto and then it went away yeah it's just cleaner to do it this way you know i mean even if they would have tried to do like a smaller size like we talked about it just you know you would have had all kinds of problems with like you said people who won the ticket lotto and it's like well i'm not going or they cut the amount of people who could go so i can't go it's just, it's the con that didn't happen this year. Let's just see what it looks like in a year from now. I think I went to the last con that did happen this year, C2E2. Yeah, <laughs> you did. Because there was talk of Corona when we were at Toy Fair. And I am going to miss Comic-Con this year tremendously. All the people we get to see. I mean, we've gone every year since 06. This is just part of life. But life isn't, take a drink, because I'm about to use a buzzword. It's the new normal. well and you know what like the way i'm looking at it is is like we've been going for so long that like after a while you kind of start to take it for granted you know what i'm saying like you get there and by day two you're kind of like yeah i'm done with it you know but having a year that doesn't happen i feel like next year will be even sweeter you know we'll we'll appreciate it again as as something that can just go away so i'm looking forward to next year and i'm glad that they made the right decision absence makes the con grow fonder and larger (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, something to think about, if this is still going on next year and we don't have a vaccine or a treatment, is attendance going to be reduced? Are celebrities going to want to go? Are vendors going to want to go? I'm going to share with everyone my plan if Comic-Con did go ahead. Before masks were required and all the PPE, I was a little bit nervous about the crowds of Comic-Con. So I decided this year, for the very first time in my life, Because I didn't want to be the weird guy wearing a mask. I was going to cosplay. And I was going to be Ned from Spider-Man Homecoming when he's wearing the Spider-Man mask, but just has like the Hawaiian shirt and the shorts. (laughs) We we could have fashioned you a chair that just sticks to you all the time. You could be the guy in a chair. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at porn. But then everybody started wearing masks. And you're right, Justin, if they had Comic-Con, if they built it, I would have come. But I'm a little bit glad to not have to make that decision. It's something we've punted now till New York, because that would be... The next time we have anything scheduled to go anywhere now, our entire summer's been canceled. (laughs) 
Like, literally, we had concerts to go to. Oh, no, we have a concert in September. Faith no more. I have no more faith it's happening. <laughs> yeah, allegedly, we have, we're have. we going to a concert in September. We were supposed to see Pearl Jam. We were supposed to see Alanis Morissette. Yeah, I mean, a con is one thing, you know? I mean, they're going to miss out on revenue and, you know, have to reschedule and different movies and different properties, whatever. That's one thing. Don't worry, Pearl Jam can afford it. Yeah, but other concerts, you know, like... It might be hard to reschedule some of those things, you know? Those might just be things that don't happen now. They postponed these concerts, which is the loophole where Ticketmaster won't give you a refund on your tickets. So until it's actually canceled, they have everyone's money. And it's this great, huge, people are ticked. Wizard World is doing the same thing because they just postponed St. Louis and Philly to 2021. No refunds. You know what I'm just certain will happen is Alanis Morissette and Faith No More and Pearl Jam are all going to happen in July 2021 during San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, that's exactly it. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I have to ditch you guys for Eddie Vedder. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, He is a better man. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) But you know what? I have a feeling that while Comic-Con isn't happening... For those of you who have not gone to Comic-Con or don't go every year and live Comic-Con virtually through shows like ours, I think you're still going to have that chance. It's early in the planning, but we are thinking maybe a Marvelicious Comic-Con because I'm willing to bet a lot of Comic-Con activities are just going to happen online. Hasbro has already started Fan First Fridays, where the brand teams come out and give a little presentation like they do with the cons. Whatever they were planning for San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, whatever it is, they will find a way to get it out to fans. So I'm thinking online sales during Comic-Con. Sideshow often would have their own Comic-Con online before others. I think we're going to see a lot of reveals and a lot of reveling and a lot of live streams, including us, during the Comic-Con period. I am going to make a kick-ass off-site experience for Comic-Con And I promise you won't have to wait in line in the hot sun for six hours to get in to spend 30 seconds in. I've already ordered a box of Auntie M's. What are they? The hot dog pretzels? You're living in the past. They haven't had pretzel dogs in seven years. Yeah, I know. It's so sad. You have to get them at the airport now. (laughs) Well, I'm bringing them back. And with all of this, we didn't get Black Widow the movie. and And it's a shame because... All of the merchandise is out. The toys came out. Hot Topic has some really awesome Black Widow shirts and sweatshirts and stuff for the women. There's like one shirt for you guys, but (laughs) hey, you guys get all the fun usually. But I mean, there's some really cool stuff out. I don't know if there's any food tie-ins. That's the only thing I haven't noticed. I know Wonder Woman got the Doritos. I don't know. I did not see any. I'm going to say this. I was anxious for Black Widow. I like Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. I wanted to see that movie. But I can live with it being pushed to November or whenever. Imagine if this happened a year earlier and it was Endgame. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. You would have lost it. So would you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I. We all would. I would have been inconsolable. I think I'd probably have to drive to the Russo brothers' homes and harass them until I got this movie. Because I, I, I get okay hyped for movies, but Infinity War and Endgame... Oh my god, it was like an Arnie's level of code Spider-Man. It was ridiculous. And I still have it. I'm still buying endgame stuff because I can and I find it. It is crazy that I just can't even imagine what it would have been like if we had to wait an extra eight months to know what happened at the end of Endgame. Oh, oh man. 
that, that, that would have been rough. Yeah, I don't know if I could take that kind of pressure. So at least, you know, I don't mean to disparage, but at least it's only Black Widow. And I'd feel the same way about Eternals, and I'd feel the same way even about the third Spider-Man film. I want to see all of these things, but... Right, it wasn't the build-up to the final movie of Phase 4 that we've been building up to 10 years, you know? Like, that's the difference. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, these other movies are great and I'm excited for them. But like you said, there wasn't a year or 10 years of anticipation building up to this moment. It's just like, okay, now there's a Black Widow prequel movie. Okay, well, I'll see it when it comes out. But will you see the New Mutants? (laughs) (laughs) That movie that they shot in 2014, I think it feels like. I think you're not even all that off. 2016, I think it might have been filmed. This movie has been delayed four times. It's cursed. It was supposed to come out before Dark Phoenix. Arnie made me like screech to a halt and turn around on the highway because we have a drive-in and we're on the way someplace across town. We passed it on the highway and it said New Mutants and the date had fallen off. And so he thought that they were showing New Mutants. I thought a print had escaped maybe (laughs) (laughs) we turned around and then it what i think happened is they put up the sign for when new mutants was supposed to open in early april and thanks to covid they've not hired a single employee to pull those little letters down from the sign (laughs) (laughs) but now it's supposed to come in august 28th Just put it out on Disney Plus. Come on! Right? I mean, I thought that was happening a year ago. Like, this one felt like they were just ready to punt on it anyway. So I thought it was definitely just going to be something that they put out digitally a long time ago. But nope, they're still pushing for a theatrical release for some reason. And for the people who haven't kept up, you know, when they canceled it before Dark Phoenix, they said that the trailer went over so well and everybody wanted it to have a horror movie feel that they were actually going to shoot new stuff and give it more horror in the film so that it didn't let people down. And then it went further, like they were going to cut John Hamm as Mr. Sinister out of the movie entirely. Whoa, whoa, whoa! John Hamm was in the movie? Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. Are you suddenly excited? I suddenly want to see it now. (laughs) Not gonna lie. But they were going to cut him out entirely and replace him with Antonio Banderas as a new villain? It's still okay. (laughs) It's still okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so all these reshoots were supposed to happen. And the director came out and said, they never happened. And by the time Fox told us to actually do them, two years had passed. These are teenagers. They do not look at all the same. No matter what we do to their hair, it's going to be (laughs) too obvious. We'd have to reshoot the whole movie. So it is what it was. And all these delays are for nothing. Well, and also don't forget that this movie was being produced by Fox and it was in post-production when the Disney thing happened. So there was a change of ownership before this movie even hit where it was supposed to. Which is why Disney has no skin in the game. They didn't pay a penny for this. I mean, they paid for Fox, but they didn't pay a penny for production on this. Put it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> but... Speaking of the Fox acquisition, you know, we were surprised at Toy Fair when Hasbro announced the 20th anniversary X-Men movie figures. Funko has followed suit. Up for pre-order are 11 Funko Pops 
from the original X-Men films, including Professor X, Magneto, Nightcrawler, Mystique, two different Wolverines, one in the X-Men 3 black suit. They haven't made a Wolverine in a long time. But they did just come out with Zombie Wolverine as part of the Zombie Wave and Venom Wolverine as part of the Venom Wave. Those don't count. But I did get you an extra Hugh Jackman in his tank top Wolverine, Marjorie. I know you don't collect a lot of pops, but I thought you'd want that one. Actually, the pops have picked up because you got me the Galactus pop, which warmed my heart. I, he's sitting on the desk now. He's adorable. Last time I remember talking about X-Men pops is when they had that uh, Wolverine screw up one on Amazon with the non-bobble head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big deal. I, I don't like the bobbly heads. They're kind of freaky, but... But yeah, that is another benefit that I did not see coming, and I immediately placed an order for those. And will we ever get new mutant Funkos? <laughs> will we ever get new mutants? I don't know. Uh, yeah, August still seems a little soon to be hoping that theaters are up and running, but maybe it will. You know, maybe they'll allow 15 people in at a time. Who knows? The movie to watch is Tenet. It's the Christopher Nolan film that's supposed to come out in July. It has stood its ground. It still says it's coming out in July, and everything after Tenet, like Bill and Ted 3 and so on, is kind of looking to see what Tenet does, I think. So I think they're going to make those decisions much closer. But yeah, is this a record? If New Mutants gets pushed a fifth time, is that like an all-time record? <laughs> and you know, it's always such a good sign of movies when they're pushed off for years. If you saw the Kristen Stewart movie Underwater that came out earlier this year, yeah, that was on a shelf for two years and it shows. <laughs> you know, this all just makes me feel bad for these kids from Game of Thrones. Like three years ago, they were on top of the world. They were both on like the best, most loved show in the history of TV for a while, Game of Thrones. And then they kind of got starring roles, both of them in New Mutants and Dark Phoenix. And then Dark Phoenix gets panned, and now New Mutants is getting punted all the time. And then people hated the conclusion of Game of Thrones. I mean, these poor kids, in the course of three years, they were on top, and now it's like, society hates them. So I, I want this movie to come out and do good. But we do have a little news from the web before we get into the main body of today's show. You know, we did that Build-A-Figure show, Justin, and I feel like that show could be in forever editing as... Remember the Toys R Us exclusive Groot 3-pack? We discussed it on that show where they repackaged the movie Guardians of the Galaxy Groot and then threw in a twig Groot and a baby Groot. Mm-hmm. You can order that again right now on Entertainment Earth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I saw that on Hasbro Pulse, too. So, I mean, do we call this a re-release or just a, an additional release? Because it's the same packaging just without the Toys R Us exclusive sticker on it. So it's just a second chance at getting this, this set again, I guess. As far as I can tell, they're using even the same promo art for Groot and three characters. They just use different box art without the Toys R Us logo. I view this as a re-release like they did with a lot of Toys R Us exclusives when Toys R Us went away. And then another Build-A-Figure getting its own release, making me think, do we ever consider a Build-A-Figure exclusive anymore? <laughs> <laughs> because now, and this seems like it just came out as a Build-A-Figure, Kingpin. Nice, on the on the retro card. It's gonna gotta be oversized like the Hulks were. Yeah, I mean, he's not as tall as Hulk, but he's got as much plastic as the Hulk, I would say. He's bigger than your average figure, so I gotta think that bubble is a little oversized, especially since the bubble's bigger than he is. Yeah. There's room at the bottom for his walking stick and everything, and... 
And looks like we get two profiles here, one with his kind of angry face and one with more of a stoic look. And looks like some, some new sculpting, too. Like that ascot is a new piece that they're putting on there. I like this one a lot better than the original. The original, it just had the black and the white outfit. I like that this one has the orange and the ascot. And on the angry head, they added battle damage. If you look at the slide here, the top head is the one that's coming in this new retro pack and the bottom one is the one that was the Build-A-Figure. Oh, yeah, you're right. They just give him a black eye and some cuts and scrapes. So basically, the original one's fighting Spider-Man who, you know, Spider-Man wins but never really kicks Kingpin's ass and this new one's Daredevil, actually, because Daredevil usually leaves Kingpin kind of bloody. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And that one, that you, that's up for pre-order now, too, on online in certain places, so... Yeah, basically anywhere. Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, Hasbro Pulse. Yep. I'm surprised. They they could have held this for a con exclusive and gotten everybody excited because it's on that retro card the way they did Hulk last year. But Yeah, but, you know, with the Build-A-Figure being a Build-A-Figure, something like this, I think, you know, the second chance, they, tr they try to get out to more people rather than just an exclusive. And then in the Spectacular Store report, I'm not proud Okay, so Arnie had literally only been in the car until last Saturday for the last, what, two months? Yeah, I mean, I'm also asthmatic, I'm, so I'm considered high risk. I don't actually think I had COVID when I was sequestered. And even if I did, you see people re-kidding it now. So I've been kind of not going to stores very much. And I decided to go just to a Walmart once for the hell of it. We were just cabin fever, really. It was a Saturday. We usually have date night on Saturday. We needed to get the hell out of the house. Let's go to the only place that's open. Let's go to Walmart. And it had been so long, and they had all these Maximum Venom toys. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud. <laughs> you know, when you haven't been on a toy run in a long time, almost anything looks like it's something worth picking up, right? I'm just happy that I had the self-restraint to not buy the Titan figures because I am certain that the Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider, and Miles Morales, as cool as carnage-looking Miles Morales is, I gotta think I'm gonna find them on sale. Didn't you buy some, though? Well, I didn't walk out empty-handed. No, no, no. Didn't you buy some <laughs> Titan figures? What were those figures? I, what I bought were... L let's not... Tell tall tales here. He didn't buy all the Titan figures, is what he said. Yeah, I think that's what happened <laughs> no, here. No, no, no. Well, I guess they're technically that Titan Heroes. Titan Hero series on the bottom. I got the Blast Gear figures. No, no, those are Titans figures. All right, technically you're right. I skipped the basic Titan figures, but I thought you'd be excited, Marjorie. I really did for Blast Gear Venom Captain America. I kind of like those. I mean, I don't have anything against them. Some of them have kind of neat paint colors, but... I like how he's got the Venomized A on the Venom head. Yeah, see, I don't care for the Venomized everything. I kind of think it's overdone. Like, Venomized is the new Deadpool. But they're <laughs> yeah. doing it on the cartoon series, so I see why they're tying it in. I thought it was kind of cool that you can have the various parts that you attach to him and make him Venomized, and he's got the star that gets all symbiote on the shield and on his chest. I was desperate, okay? It was 2 a.m. at the bar. I had beer goggles on. <laughs> I'll say this. I think it's a cool concept. I know that we're getting a couple in the Legends line at some point, but 
if they're going to go all in on this, I'm glad that they're focusing more on the kid side of it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't want a whole year of maximum venom stuff, you know, just a few things here and there. That's fine. But like the major stuff, yeah. Aim it at the younger kids and let it be a special thing for them. Especially since it is tying into the Disney cartoon series. And yes, I guess this is also technically Titan Heroes that I got. I did get the Venomized Hulk versus Iron Man 2-pack. Now, Iron Man is not Venomized. He's apparently going to be fighting the Hulk. And I wish the Hulk looked like he did in the art. The art on the boxes are actually much better than the figures themselves. Yeah, that would be a really cool Marvel Legend with like the actual sculpted on details on there rather than just like a silkscreen paint app with the, the black looking like he walked through tar or something. I don't know what's going on with this. <laughs> it looks like he's got a purple stogie, not a venom tongue. <laughs> I mean, but on the back, yeah, with all the sculpting and the teeth and everything, it is a lot of the art that got me excited more than the figures themselves. I even bought the kids costumes i'm not proud <laughs> i never intended to put on the jumpsuits but i kind of liked the masks and i i couldn't decide which one i liked more so i bought both and rubies aren't they declaring bankruptcy or going out of business yeah they've declared bankruptcy because no one's buying costumes due to covid so i felt like i was really helping the company <laughs> yeah we're not doing any more of that <laughs> I actually thought it was a Hasbro item when I bought it. It wasn't until I got it in the photo studio. I'm like, oh, rubies. Okay, well, at least I could look at it as a charitable donation. <laughs> he was desperate to buy anything. Well, what really got it all started was the Venom Burst figures. They had, you remember those from Toy Fair, Justin? The little Venom, they look like Mad Balls. Yeah. And they're slimy, and inside are minifigures that are randomly packaged. It's like, the Deadpool chimichanga thing did not pan out for them. Marjorie got me a big box for Christmas at, what, 50 cents a piece? They were a quarter. They were originally $3.99. <laughs> it was buy one, get three free. So I think that whole box maybe cost me a couple bucks. I think they were $4.99 to begin with, okay. actually. I remember being appalled at the price. But I saw the Venom Burst figures, and I'd kind of been waiting for these because Marjorie has virtually every MODOK. We're missing one or two, it turns out. I found out at Toy Fair that there's a Chase variant of the Marvel 500 MODOK. Now we have like four cubic feet of the Marvel 300 packages for me to open to find the, see if I get the MODOK. <laughs> if anybody needs them, hit me up. We'll trade or whatever. <laughs> but... I was so happy to get the Venom Burst figures, and there's eight different Venoms, but 12 different figures to collect inside the Venoms. And are they that detailed? The Venoms kind of are, but the inner figures, yeah, they're just, you know, they look like what you get out of a quarter machine as you walk out of a grocery store. I mean... Yeah, I mean, they've got a little bit of like a pop vibe to them with the bigger heads. But like, yeah, you're right. They're all just one color plastic. And we still have yet to find one. Despite buying virtually the entire store's supply, Venomized Groot in black, the, I think is what it is in the bottom left corner of the slide you're seeing. That's one we were not able to get. And you can see the tops of the figure, so you can figure out pretty much what it is. But Blue Venom and Captain America Venom are really similar. Can I open one? Sure. 
That slime, I got one, and I'm glad that's all I got, because that slime is really extra sticky. Really? I love some good slime. It's not that good slime that has a little bit of oil to it that, like, sticks to itself and nothing else. So there's 12 little surprise figures. Are they all different colors, or is it just one color per character? Um, I don't know. Okay. We'll find out when I open one. So this is just regular blue Venom. It's not Captain America Venom with the A on the Why head. Why didn't you give me the Captain America one? Because I gave you the one we had multiples of. That stinks. Maybe I wanted Captain America. Ooh, he's slimely. Oh. So does the slime come off him? This is gross. <laughs> it's like boogers. <laughs> it's really sticky slime, isn't it? It's slimy. I'm glad, Justin, to hear you bought one, too, because it makes me feel less bad about giving in. <laughs> no, I got sold, man. I saw that same display, and I spent some time looking at those Titan figures. I, I didn't look at the Ruby's mask. That just kind of, like, <laughs> out of blind spot for that type of stuff. But You have sense. <laughs> but no, these things caught my eye, and I was like, all right, let's 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 check these out. <laughs> all right, oh. squeeze him. Make him regurgitate whatever's inside of him. Oh, I'm trying to get this big slime booger off. Ah, Okay. Oh, he's, his mouth? This is so gross. I love it. Ah, there's a little figure. I feel it. I think he. I think I see the. I see the head. <laughs> it's oh, crowning. Oh, oh, there's an arm sticking out. <laughs> it's a breach. You have to kind of dig in there to get him out. Did you have to do that, Justin? You know, they make it look like you just squeeze it out and the thing plops out. Then you can get him out and then you can squeeze again. It sucks it back up. That, yeah, that's magic. That does not work. Ah! Oh my lord. <laughs> this is some slimy crap. It's Wolverine. It's Thor. He oh, has a Thor. hammer. Okay. Sorry, I was looking at the side of him. And yes, it is Thor. It does appear that this Thor is close to the color we see on the box. It's... A yellow Thor. He's kind of orangey on the gold. That's gold. That's athletic gold. Right, Justin? Yep. See? Orangey, orangey gold. Yep. You're both kind of (laughs) right. I can't be convinced that these are random colors yet, but we do have 12 that I bought at Walmart and then 12 more that I ordered from walmart.com because Walmart didn't have any more. And there's 12 figures to collect. And I know my luck is not such that I can just buy 12 of them and get all 12 minifigures. So we are going to have an unboxing video of, or is it an unglopping video? Is there a napkin over there by any chance? <laughs> no, you're going to have to go my hands are hand. sticky. Napkin's not going to do you much. It's soap, water, and some good old elbow grease. <laughs> my hands are, don't touch the slime. Okay. Trust me. Okay. Uh, I warned you. It's, it's crappy slime. <laughs> I had no idea it'd be so gross. It's really bad slime. Yeah, I remember the good slime from like the Ghostbusters toys and even the Manglors in the 80s. Yeah, and like even before that one, like slime was just like you bought that garbage can with the worms in it. Oh, yeah. Like that, that was fine. Like, I don't know what, how they screw this up. Like slime is everywhere now. It's like, I made the mistake of opening this in the car after I bought it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, then, and then I left it sitting on my desk and Rory came and she's like, what's that? I'm like, it's yours. Have it. She picks it up. She's like, nope, I don't want that. <laughs> And the slime leaks out in the package of some of them. The ones I got in the mail, because they were sideways or upside down, the slime was all over the top, making it even harder to see which figure it was. Yeah, the one I bought was all spilled out, too. It was all over the place. So I'm going to dog poop them so I don't get it on my hands. There we go. I would not suggest getting that slime on any surface you care about. (laughs) How'd it go for your car? 
<laughs> well, I, I was lucky to have been stopped at a red light, and I was able to get most of it back into the container and zipped up, and I got a napkin, and I just I rubbed until that napkin was just pieces of balls of slime and napkin bits. And the other thing I'm not entirely proud of is we went to a Walgreens to get some prescriptions, and Jada, you know, they used to make those metal figures. Oh, yeah. They now have larger cars. They're like the Hot Wheels, but maybe four to five inches long. Oh, okay. At six ninety nine. But wait a second. You didn't buy the Hot Wheels because you're like, yeah, no. And then this is what happens when I don't take you out of the house. <laughs> these are kind of cool, though. And being Jada, they're actually die cast. For six ninety nine, and the weight of these, I'm, I like the sheen on them more than the Hot wheels you know just they were really shiny and that iron man kind of reminded me of my kona i think they're kind of cool i mean i'm not a car guy but like these are somewhat tastefully done as opposed to like some of those other ones where like they try to make the character into the car and it's half car half character this is just like an homage to the characters you know if you're a captain america fan here's a shield on a blue car like i could see this happening you know sometimes that toy shows and things people bring their cars that are decorated, comic-y, I could see people doing this. I gotta say my biggest problem with Jada's product line is their packaging. Jada, call me if you need help. <laughs> your packaging always turns me off a little bit. It always, it always makes your, your otherwise nice-looking items feel a little bit cheaper. The thing I like about this line, though, is they're actually hard to find. There's six of them... And good luck finding any of them online, because I couldn't other than eBay, where they cost twice as much as at Walgreens. And there's just something about the thrill of the hunt, and I still have yet to find the 1965 Spider-Man Shelby Cobra. Oh, that's cool. I saw these, what, two or three years ago? Three years ago at Toy Fair. And I thought these were just dead in the water, because Jada had had no new product in the Marvel line since then. Yeah, they did the nano figs. And you weren't even allowed to take photographs or anything. Nope. You were taken in under like veil of secrecy, like you were with the Secret Service, and you came out and told me about these. Mm-hmm. And they seem to only be at Walgreens. They're not at Walgreens.com. Amazon doesn't have them. Walmart.com doesn't have them. The reason that Amazon and Walmart don't have them is Amazon is not accepting third-party shipments right now for things that aren't household items. Oh, interesting. I mean, I'd offer to help you out, but like Walgreens is on my no-go list right now because the one time <laughs> I did go into one, it's like painfully apparent that people in there do not care about their health and the small skinny aisles do not help the situation. Oh my God, ours is like amazing. They have big signs that say mandatory face masks and- No children. No children. Oh, wow. And they have little arrows on the aisles so you only go certain ways. Interesting. Last time I was in there, people were like milling about with no masks and no gloves and just kind of like having conversations. And it's like, uh, pandemic people, let's act like it. But truthfully, I don't want you to help me out, Justin. I haven't hunted for so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, and hey, you're you're getting a little rusty. I see you left that gold babam figure on the shelf there. You should have picked that up from the Super Mario Brothers. Is that something? <laughs> I don't know. It, it looks like it should be something though, doesn't it? <laughs> no, we're not starting an we're not starting a new line. No, I just thought maybe it was like good trade bait or something is what you were saying. Oh, no. It's not even Babam now I'm looking at it. It's, a, it's Bullety whatever his name is. <laughs> and this is the Walgreens, by the way, that still has two werewolf caps. Oh, wow. You should pick those up. I bet you those are worth something now. <laughs> you keep telling me that. You told me that a year ago. <laughs> and they're still there. <laughs> 
Well, speaking of Walgreens, uh, that Iron Man is supposed to start shipping out to them soon. Like, I know they're available to order online, or were. Yeah, I ordered them back when, and they haven't arrived yet, but I have seen a few people with them in hand, so I'm expecting my shipment any week now. I did find at Walgreens, though, you know, we don't know Black Widow. If I had just a little more time, if, like, I wasn't working all day and podcasting all night... I was going to try to do a reenactment of what I imagined the Black Widow movie to be with the mini mates I found at Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> because those around, like the Legends figures are. So there's only two packs of them. They're Walgreens exclusives. Yelena and Red Guardian and Black Widow and Taskmaster. Guess which one I find every time I go to the stores? Uh, I'm guessing the Yelena and Red Guardian, right? Yeah, Black Widow and Taskmaster both, I think, are the figures people want i mean you for a while had a taskmaster focus going on justin i don't know if you still do yeah i mean i still think it's a cool character and i'm super excited to see what they do with it with him in this movie i that's the one thing i am excited about about this movie so we'll have to wait but yeah i I think just from what i've seen the figures that are out there and screenshots it's they've done the character right as far as bringing it into the mcu and kind of making it realistic and still giving it some of that comic book panache you know it's Sitwell. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't die when thrown out of the car in Winter Soldier. <laughs> Speaking of the Black Widow stuff, I just yesterday found the exclusive Walmart gray Black Widow figure. So that's starting to hit out there, too. I was lucky enough to pre-order that online. It sold out really fast. But it makes me wonder when the movie actually comes out, will Hasbro ship again? And we're going to see these around for a long time, and that's going to be a mistake because the collectors already have them. Is there a secret wave two of Black Widow, kind of like they did with Endgame? I can't imagine there's that many characters in Black Widow to make figures of. Or is it just, we got the figures now, we get the movie later? (laughs) I think that might be what it is. Yeah, I I don't necessarily see a dedicated wave two that would be set to correspond with like the home market release or anything but you, n- you never know i mean there's they've shown us so much before coronavirus hit you know this this year's already packed with stuff i don't know where they would squeeze a re-release of a wave out at any point and i did see one lonely gamerverse figure at the walmart where i bought all of the venom stuff Captain America is two per case, so I'm guessing they put out one case. Somebody came in, scooped up seven, and left one poor Captain America swinging from the pegs. Yeah, without a -a Build-A-Figure piece in it, too, in a two per case, that's going to be the one that most people do see hanging around from that wave. But I've seen that wave quite a bit at stores, you know? And I wouldn't even say I'm even out that much. Definitely not as much as I was pre-coronavirus, but I've seen it around at Target and Walmart, so it's, it's out there. But it's also available online everywhere, too. I got my case in from Entertainment Earth, and as evidenced by my Maximum Venom purchases, I haven't been to stores in a long, long time, and Marjorie doesn't even go into stores because, you Mm -hmm. know, there's danger of carrying it back, so we do a lot of Target pickup orders. So if it's not available at Target.com for pickup, we just don't see it. I'm guessing that they've gotten the Game Reverse figures in, but just never updated the site. Target pickup is the most amazing thing in the entire world. Except for Best Buy Pickup. Oh, Best Buy Pickup's good, too. <laughs> yeah, those, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, like the way things are changing and what things I wouldn't mind having sticking around once we get clear of this. And I just, unless these stores change the way they handle individual toys and collectibles, it's just not there yet for folks like us. Like, you can't go and be like, hmm, which is the best 
paint example on the Iron Man you have on your pegs. Can you get that one for me? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's the only problem. But yeah, with Gamerverse, let's get into the meat of the show. The figures that, I mean, Hasbro can't catch a break. Black Widow Wave. Oh, crap. The movie's not coming out when it's supposed to. Gamerverse Wave. Ah, crap. The game's not coming out when it's supposed to. And this isn't even Corona related. Every video game misses its date. Every video game misses its date. It has always happened. I mean, not all of them are Daikatana for the real gaming geeks out there got that joke. Two people laughed. But every game misses its date. The Avengers game is supposed to now be out in September. And yet we got the figures now. Well, you know, better early than never, right? <laughs> <laughs> and these really confused me at Toy Fair because what we have are three figures from the video game, four figures that are just Avengers-ish legends, and then a Build-A-Figure from the video game. But because they kept calling this the Gamerverse Wave, I was like, Leader is in the game? Mach 1 is in the game? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, in, in all reality, it's only three game figures in this wave and that's the ones that come in the special gamerverse white packaging yep so let's take a look at what the figures are we'll kind of go through them in the order on the back of the box you've got captain america comes with no build a figure so he doesn't get a number then we got iron man and ms marvel the three of them from the games then marvell otherwise known as captain marvel Marvel's Mach 1, Marvel's Rage, and Marvel's Leader. Don't you love those titles that are just too generic to copyright? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it's not Marvel's Marvel. I'm surprised it's not Build-A-Figure Marvel's Abomination. <laughs> All right, let, let's start talking about these. Because I, I think Abomination is a Gamerverse character, right? The Abomination Build-A-Figure. Yeah, this is specifically the video game version of Abomination as compared to the comic Abomination we got a couple years ago. Okay, so it is, it's another new figure in that Gamerverse. Yeah. But the first one is Captain America. And I think I said this about the game before, and I think a lot of people said this when they first showed footage of it. It's like, oh, what is this? You know, it doesn't look like the movie people. I'm like, well, it's not supposed to look like the movie people. It's its own thing. And it's like, right, but like, it looks like you're trying to make them look like the movie people, but you just got their stunt doubles instead. It's vaguely <laughs> reminiscent. I've seen that meme with the space balls. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, if that's if this is the source material they're, they're dealing with, you know, Hasbro kind of has their hands tied. It's like, all right, well, let's make it look like it does in the game. And with all the Captain Americas we've gotten over the years, this one, I'm surprised, is, if not all new, I'm going to say mostly new. It's not reused parts of movie cap and, you know, comic book cap. It's, it's sculpted to look like it does in the game. So, hey... Kudos for that. So it's got like polygons around the waist there. You frame rate problems. <laughs> I think my biggest issue right out of the package is, is and maybe maybe it's just my example, but it seems like the ones I've seen, his head is cast in the blue plastic for his helmet, and then they painted the skin tone over it, but it just makes him look kind of sickly. Like his face isn't the right color for human skin. But is it the right color for a video game character? I don't know, but you look at the his fingers coming through his fingerless gloves, and that looks a little bit closer to flesh color. I don't know. To me, they look about the same. Let me put his fist by his head. I'm not noticing a huge difference, but I'm not a graphic designer and you are, so I'll trust you with the Pantone values. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And I think this is a newly sculpted shield as well, because it's a different design from the movie version. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a new shield. Because it doesn't have the right amount of stripes, the star's bigger. Some interesting stuff going on here. Like I don't, I'm not seeing any new articulation styles or anything. But like these knee pads are a new style of knee. It's one of the biggest knee joints I've ever seen. But it's also like I've seen it on other lines where like wrestling figures have like knee pads on, and that's just like a rubbery piece that they put over it. But these are actually like hard plastic sculpted knee joints. He looks like he's you know installing hardwood floor or something. <laughs> yeah, carpeting knee pads. Yeah. <laughs> Now that you've mentioned it, I'm really paying attention to all the new sculpting, like the lines on the chest and the straps that are inside both forearms. Yeah, it all feels very new. Like, and to be honest with you, like if this figure ends up hitting clearance, I'm thinking about picking up a few more of them and like just kind of de-Captain Americanizing him and kind of just make him like a standard soldier. Not a super soldier? Yeah, just unsupering the soldier. <laughs> well, he's two per case, so I think you're going to find him. I got an extra one sitting here. <laughs> I mean, just looks like cool real-world tactical gear that he's wearing, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Now, mine has a little sloppy paint around the strap on the jaw here, I'm noticing. Yeah. Other than a little paint around the jaw, though, mine seems like good. And, you know, it's much more noticeable when I'm zoomed in on a camera than it is when I'm actually holding the figure. I can live with this figure. Yeah, and there's, you know, besides all the little sculpting details that you were kind of talking about, I think they did a pretty good job with, like, some textures and details with the paint apps, too. Like, he's got, like, a slight gray to parts of him that stand out on top of the darker blue. What's surprised is how muted all the colors are. It's not our cameras, folks. This is really just a dim figure. And for a video game, I'd kind of expect brightness, you know? That's what Spider-Man did, is went with the bright white and red. And I think that's going to be the theme throughout all of these Gamerverse figures that we're going to talk about tonight. I think that's, and it'll be really apparent when we get to a certain figure, because I have the comparison of the first release on it, and you'll see what they've done here. It's just basically desaturate an existing figure. But before that, we need to talk about the Iron Man in the room. Yes, another Iron Man, this one in the Gamerverse style. You tell me, Justin, how much newness is here? Because I, I honestly, I get Iron Man blind. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of right there with you, but I think quite a bit of it's new, actually. Like, there might be some reuse in the legs, because that's kind of where it all starts looking the same to me. But this is this is a new head. These are new arms, new shoulder pads. See, I couldn't remember if we had that head before or not. Uh, if we have, it... It's been a long time. It's not It's not movie accurate, and it's not ringing any bells with any of the comic release ones that I can remember from the recent past. To me, it feels mostly new. Like I said, there might be something in the legs, but I can't be sure. Yeah, the feet, I think, I've, I don't remember the little treads on them before on the bottom. And Oh man, this is good articulation, though. Without much work at all, I was able to get him into a kneeling pose. He could easily do a ground pound. Ground pound down. <laughs> he comes with a lot of hands and stuff. Yeah, we get two extra hands and then two blast effects. My blast effect bends to the left. Oh, no. We can boil that and fix that, you know. I fixed many a bendy parts on action figures for you. But yeah, that one really does bend to the left. Hey, it's a natural lilt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll say it's Iron Man. You got to put him out there. He's part of the game, probably a big part of the game. And... It's well done. They didn't cheap out on making the figure. It's just, I don't know, another Iron Man? I can only get so excited. I'm excited for a new Iron Man. That's what I can say, is I wouldn't get necessarily excited for another movie suit Iron Man, but if they went back and did, you know, with the new articulation and everything, 
the old 60s. I'm in a spandex yellow suit and you can see my muscles, Iron Man, or this <laughs> Iron Man, you know. They've really improved the articulation and the design of figures so much that, yeah, different is good. But he's also, he's not as noticeably muted as the others because, I mean, come on, it's, you know, shades of red and gold. But I think he's still falling into that, like, desaturated zone that they're doing with the other figures. So our third figure is kind of a bit of a retool repaint. It doesn't feel all that long ago like the Spider-Man wave came out and we got our Ms. Marvel Kamala Khan. Yeah, it's it's been maybe over a year and a half, almost two years now, because it was that Sandman Build-A-Figure wave that she originally came out in, but that still feels recent, you know? Like, like I feel like we just got this figure and here she is again. See, I picked it up. I'm like, didn't we just have this? This is a repack, right? But no, she's got different hands. Well... Arnie challenged me to find my original one, and I went into the back room and was able to, to find it, and it's just a straight-up repaint. Same hands. Both of them come with the two big stretchy hands and then the regular size fists. Aren't the boots different? Yep. The boots are the only difference. The new one has more of a sculpted boot with the actual laces in them, and the original is just the, the smaller female boot size. And they painted extra on her scarf right on the back. There's a little extra yellow paint on the back there. All right. This is the this is the current new one. There is a little bit of a design on there. And then the original. I know there's a design on there. But I don't think that's the same thing. Uh, similar, but different little flame effects. Yeah. I guess just to be a little more video game accurate. Yeah. Oh, and look at this. I'm noticing on the original release, her lightning is more of a gold, and then they trimmed out her outfit with a gold along the bottom. This is where it's really obvious that this video game, obviously the color palette in the game, is going to be that desaturated tone. The side-by-side, these figures, one looks like you left it out in the sun for a few days. I gotta say, I like the more vibrant colors better. <laughs> Yeah, they are nice, aren't they? I mean, I can kind of be fine with a repack, slight repaint, because she comes with most of Abomination. <laughs> yeah. She barely fit in the package with Abomination's entire torso, which had to be broken in half to fit in the bubble. Yeah, and that's something that I think we're going to see moving forward here, you know, with, you know, Sugar Man coming out and stuff like that, where they're splitting these torsos and you're putting them together yourself. But yeah, she almost seems like the accessory, like you said, <laughs> in this Abomination figure piece that we bought. Then we get into the comic-based wave. We have Marvel. I'm so confused on this. In the movie, that was Annette Benning. Yeah, they it was originally a guy in the comics. This Okay. They do that in the Marvel Universe. I mean... Tilda Swinton's character in Doctor Strange. I can't think of the wise one. The ancient one. The ancient one, yes. You know, that's obviously not a British woman in the comic books. (laughs) (laughs) And Mandarin wasn't a British faker. Right? (laughs) So yeah, they, they changed it up. This feels like a figure that we would have gotten with a Guardians of the Galaxy wave or even a like Miss Marvel wave, but it fits here, I guess, and it's it's an update to a figure that they've had before. There's nothing super exciting here to me. I mean, it's a good head sculpt and it's painted well, but at the end of the day, it's just kind of a a blah figure to me. Yeah, I mean, in the end, it's a standard buck. They added bracelets and a new head sculpt. They did some good detail paint in the hair. I mean, there's like a little bit of a wash going on there. 
That is subtle. In my light, I, I can barely see it. Let's break out the iPhone cam. Yeah, I, I had to get the flashlight here. How is this mask staying on his face? Is it painted on? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like in real life practically. Like how is this being held up? Well, first of all, Justin, you're talking about real life where superheroes exist. So... <laughs> I'm guessing the mask is staying on by being like around the back under like elastic, like spandex that goes around under the hair and back. Like a headband. <laughs> I'm guessing it's fake hair. I'm guessing it's like a cowl that goes covers his whole scalp and then he puts the hair on over it. He goes home at night. He's got male pattern baldness. The world must never know. <laughs> and that's the super exciting Marvel. And then Mach 1. Woohoo! Yes, exactly. Who? <laughs> this is like if your grandma went and bought you a Falcon toy, but she went and bought it at Kmart, and it was the off-brand, and it was like the Fulcron or something. <laughs> oh, they like superheroes. They'll like this, and it's like some off-brand thing because she doesn't know the difference. She just thinks it's a superhero. <laughs> well, there's an entire movie studio that is based on that entire premise that a grandma's going to go out and buy Transmorphers instead of Transformers for their grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> the Incredible Fella. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if anyone has an Incredible Fella, I would really like an Incredible Fella. <laughs> Mach 1 actually is a pretty cool character because they've done really something interesting with him. He was the Beatle, who I know very well, for like 30 years. And then he realized he sucked as a bad guy. And so he became Mach 1. And then a couple years later, Mach 2... Currently, he's Mach 10. <laughs> Just keeps upgrading that armor. Okay. Now, I recognize the body. We've seen this body before. And I think it was when they released the Beetle back in another abomination Build-A-Figure wave back in the day. But it was in red and silver. You remember that figure? I do remember that Beetle. I don't remember these forearms at all with the little blasters on them. Yeah, that's from that original Beetle. The difference is the feet. Like, they put regular feet on him this time. The last time he had kind of like those, like, pronged claw feet and a, a much different head now. But, I mean, I think it's good use of, of that type of thing, because I think they used some of these parts for an Ultron at some point, too. Yeah, you're exactly right. It is the same forearms. It might be a different torso. Yeah, I was just wondering if, like... It is a different torso. The Beetle had more of a four-pack, and this one has more of a six-pack. Yeah, a little more angular on the original Beetle. And there's more bumps around his belt, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh like a five-year-old over that. <laughs> Just more excited. But the legs look the same. You can even see where the white bumps were on Beetle's legs. They're just painted over blue here. Yep. And I, I do like when they do cast in this kind of translucent, opalescent, kind of pearly plastic, and it works out well. Like this this blue with like kind of that swirliness in it. I think that's cool looking. I do too. It's a very cool looking toy, even if the outfit only lasted a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. I mean, it, it, compared to Marvel, this feels more like an action figure. It feels like a toy that you could play with. Even if you're not familiar with the character, it feels like something, you know? Yeah, like Turbo Man. Yeah. You know, he's got the wings and he can he can fly, you know, like Turbo Man. I'm disappointed his wings don't move, though. <laughs> I can't remember if I had to pop those on or not. It's been a while since I had it. No, his wings were on in the pack. Yeah, that, that's glued on there. 
a lot of this is just glued on accessories. You know, this whole thing around his upper torso and shoulders, that's all a piece that they added on and glued on there. So then the next one we have is Marvel's Chica Lucha. What is it? No. <laughs> Mucha Lucha. <laughs> Lucha Libre. Marvel's Lucha Libre. <laughs> it's a wrestling figure. Wait, I thought David Vonner went to Mattel to make wrestling figures. What's he doing at Hasbro? <laughs> Well, this is something built on the the buck that I dislike. It's got that, that chest I just have never really liked. I think it was originally on Luke Cage. The barrel chest, I call it. But you know what? It's not as noticeable here because he has the sleeveless leather jacket on. I have a frozen ankle on him. There it goes. I didn't want to force it. I didn't either, but... The chin strap of his mask moves. That mask is not like paint. Oh, no. I saw a customizer took this mask off, and it's an abomination under there. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, his eyes are really wide set to make it look good with the mask on, but when it's off, it's, oh. it's a scary thing. <laughs> and I love that they gave him painted chest hair. It's not sculpted on. No, I mean, there's some cool things going on here. I mean, namely the jacket and his studded belt and his studded bracelets. Little details that really make an otherwise somewhat blah figure put it over the top a little bit. I'm going to give it props for its packaging, though. I absolutely love the art of Rage on the back of the package. It, I mean, it makes him look a hell of a lot bigger. It makes him look juggernaut-sized versus this figure we have. But I really did like the art on the back. <laughs> and it's very different because... He has really long stripes on his mask here, whereas he has really short, like, eyebrows on the art. Hmm. I got some loose joints on him, too. Looks like I just got a bad rage. <laughs> I hear there's Xanax for that. There you go. But, yeah, I mean, this is this is what Hasbro's good at, you know, taking existing parts and putting a few new sculpted accessories on something and coming up with a whole new figure. And I think this is a good example of that. It doesn't feel like... A figure that just got a repaint or anything like that. It's it's a decent new figure. The only thing I'm going to ding him on is that goofy smile. I know he's supposed to be grimacing and be tough, but it looks like he's trying to show his mommy brushed his teeth. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a four-year-old that hasn't figured out smiling yet. Yeah. So it's just comical. He looks like he kind of wants to be Wolverine. Yeah, those stripes. Like, that's his inspiration <laughs> for his wrestling character. <laughs> he's got, like, the whiskers. Yeah. He's a kitty cat. <laughs> if if you push his chin all the way into his chest, he, he I don't know, he's doing something. <laughs> it's just a really weird look. <laughs> but then the last figure is the one that actually has me most excited. We have not gotten this character since the new legends have returned. No, and like they even did one in that lesser articulated line of three and three quarter inch a few years ago, and that figure was hot. You know, so it's been a while since Legends has had one. It was overdue, and I'm glad we finally have Leader in his bright orange suit. The great thing about this is now that they have the head sculpt, they can also do more modern suits with them. And I said this at Toy Fair, and I stand by it. It's the perfect balance between, like, the McFarlane veiny head and the classic egghead. I don't know, but if he's ever in a movie, he has to be played by Bill Hader. He was in a movie. Who was he? He was the scientist in The Incredible Hulk, 
who tries to cure look Bruce. Like At the very end, you see some drops of the formula going into his head, and it starts to bubble, and it was teasing him as the villain in the sequel that never came. Got it. So, so yeah. So not really. Yeah. But <laughs> Bill Hader should play him. Well, Bill Hader does have range. If you haven't watched Barry, make that your COVID binge. I thought it was supposed to be Superstore. Uh, we've burned through five seasons of Superstore, and there's only, what, two seasons of Barry? All right. <laughs> and after you're done with that, go see Mr. Robot. I'm running out of mov- movies and TV to watch. Our weather has been stinking lately. But, I mean, this figure has a good head. The body's nothing to write home about. I like a figure with a good head on its shoulders. <laughs> yeah, especially when it's got veins. He has a hell of a widow's peak. <laughs> you know, I was just looking at that. It's like, is it fair to say that he's got a widow's peak? Or is it just the, you know, his forehead's so big? I'm just thinking of the Lost Boys line. It's the attack of Eddie Munster. <laughs> but again, we have good use of, what is this? The smaller buck and adding the rubber belt and the rubber shoulders. Yeah, it might even be a Spider-Man buck. I was wondering about that. Like, he's he's wiry, but Leader isn't supposed to be strong. Yeah, I think this is the older Spider-Man buck before they started adding that, like, butterfly articulation in there. So, like, the, the original black suit Spider-Man might have been in this. But yeah, just, just enough of an accessory to make it feel like a, a finished figure with that strap around his chest and his belt and it's all it's all good color contrast the green of his skin works well against the bright orange and yellow of his suit the thing that i'll notice though is he rage mach one captain marvel well captain marvel had hands but rage marvel and mach one no real accessories i mean they were able to find a way to balance cost on this reuse of molds reuse of parts so that they could give us a figure everybody's clamoring for, right? A, a big abomination build a figure. <laughs> can, can, can you see mine? I can't see the head. Oh. Can you adjust the camera up? <laughs> there he is. See anything wrong with that? Oh, sorry. That's that's not abomination. That's, that's the lizard. That's, that, that's Killer Croc from the DC line. Oh, that's Killer Croc. I thought it was Lizard from the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> It's just It was one of the last Build-A-Figures I'd gotten from the DC line. <laughs> I saw him on my shelf. I'm like, hey, it's <laughs> a green scaly guy wearing ripped jeans. <laughs> there is there is a, quite a, quite a few, few similarities here. But different companies. Yep. So I'm a little tepid on this new game because, I mean, it's not out yet. I love that Spider-Man game. I mean... I think at this point, because the PlayStation 5 is coming out this fall, if you don't have a PS4, it is worth buying at the discounts they're at these days to play Spider-Man. It is worth that much. But I don't know about this new one. I've watched all the gameplay videos and such, so I won't know until I get the controller in my hand if I give a damn that I have this abomination. (laughs) I mean, the Captain America, the Iron Man, yes, they're more muted colors and they're slightly different suits, but they'd go fine anywhere. I could put that Captain America in any situation. I have a feeling Comic-Con 2021, I'll see him fighting AIM soldiers or something in the big Hasbro diorama. But for a -a Build-A-Figure... That's got to be special. And it's be so giant and everything. And I just don't know how I feel. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I this is where I feel like it, it is it's gotta be a bummer for Hasbro that like to put the time and effort and resources into a brand new sculpt of a build a figure, base a wave around that, and then have no game to support it. It's just it, it's a cool figure, but what is it? I, I have no familiarity with it because nothing exists on him yet. At least it's better than Outback Hulk. <laughs> okay, so his spines on his back, they're nubby and rubbery. Like a scrubby brush? Yeah, they're like a real iguana. Yeah. They're super comforting. I do like the face on him. I like that, I mean, it's very different from other Abomination faces. Kind of looks like Nosferatu. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Especially with the, the pointy ears. Yeah, and the fangs. I mean, if Nosferatu had spines coming out of his head. He needs bigger ears to be Nosferatu, though. And I, I know it's because of the way the his, you know, back is kind of hunched and everything and where his, his neck comes out. But, like, just the headpiece itself is weird. It's really thin. Yeah, the, the I had real trouble putting that neck on the peg because the peg was kind of thin and then the head was kind of thin. I was scared to death I was going to break him. Yeah, and I kept moving around, too. This is why I let you put them together. I have always felt like I'm going to break a Build-A-Figure by putting it together. And... Justin, did you put the chest together and then the arms? Because I was so scared once I put the chest together for the two parts that came with Kamala Khan that I wouldn't be able to pop the arms in. So I popped the arms in, then closed the chest up. Oh, you know, I, I kind of had the same concern, but I, I kind of tentatively put the chest together and then put it as far as I could without it snapping in to make sure I could take it apart if need be. And then I just put it together and then the arms go in. So either way, it apparently works. But again, I think there's quite a bit new on here. I mean, the spines even go down the lower torso. I think this is all new. I mean, you might be tempted to think like there's Hulk parts here, but there's just no place for them. Like even the legs have new sculpting and bumps and scales. The only thing I wondered is honestly the crotch. <laughs> yeah, is possibly. that belt the unbuckled belt? Was it on the uh, comic abomination? Was it on? The Was it on a movie Hulk? But yeah, I think the rest of this is all new. The other Abomination was far more comic-based and not nearly as spiny. So wait, are you talking about his belt's undone? Uh-huh. I don't know what that's supposed to be. A, I guess it is because it looks like a buckle, doesn't it? I guess he busted out of it? <laughs> I see what you're saying. That is kind of weird. Yeah, it's the belt because it's got the loops in back. Uh-huh. They should have painted that. What? What do you mean painted it? I mean, the... Oh, a different color? Yeah, the buckle. Okay. Yeah, that does feel a little unfinished. But giving all the, uh, given all the stuff he's got on his back, that's probably where all the tooling went. When they release the box set, when the game actually comes out, and they re-release the Abomination, <laughs> the painted belt <laughs> buckle. I do appreciate... I don't know if we've seen this in any of these bigger figures, but like we do get a nice, nice butterfly shoulder here. I was really able to appreciate that, you know, as when building the figure. I got a look at the innards of figures more than I usually do. And yeah, he's got a lot of range of motion in those arms. The legs are decent. The head doesn't move quite so much because of the spine, but that's a long peg it's on. But he can go side to side and slightly up and down. His ears, I figured it out. They remind me of Dobby the house elf. <laughs> the way they kind of fold. <laughs> Poor Dobby. <laughs> We need to throw Abomination a sock. <laughs> really good facial sculpt. I got to give him to him. You know, I mean, that's that's an Abomination right there. It is. And 
I really hope the game is as good as this figure because it's a good figure. You know what I'm saying? It's a good toy. I love it weirded me out, but I love the weird little like sixth toe he has or the what do you call that? A dew claw? Yeah, it's a dew claw. <laughs> Logan has those because I never had them removed when he's a puppy. Yeah, but he's got specifically five toes and, and then it, another claw. It's a dew claw. It is a little weird. It's a little cross between like a dog's paw and a chicken. <laughs> yeah, the fact that his toes V like that. <laughs> no, but lots of great attention to detail. I do feel like, like you mentioned, like the belt could have used a little bit more paint and just basically below the belt altogether feels like could have used a little bit more of a paint app or something. It seems like all the effort was done on the torso, head and arms. Yeah, but overall, a really solid wave of figures, if not a overly memorable wave of figures. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be a, somewhat of a weird position to be in. Like, you know, I mean, usually they're in a position at Hasbro where it's like, okay, we're going to do a movie wave and we can split between in-movie likenesses and comic appearances. And that's kind of what they're doing here, but it's for a video game and the video game's not here yet, as we've said many times. So it's, it all kind of feels like comic booky, I guess, but with like that weird uncanny valley movie style thrown in too. Yeah, I mean, the spine on Abomination does make me think of the movie Abomination because he grew those ridges down the back, you know? Yeah. So it it is like we're kind of like the movie, but not really like the movie because we're doing a game and trying to make it distinct. But hey, you, you spent billions of dollars going to the movie, so buy our game. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting if this game, well, will that make... People who skipped this wave or this Build-A-Figure, you know, jonesing to get their hands on it in months when it finally happens. Well, I guess we'll see. Because, you know, like you said earlier, when we have to keep updating our Build-A-Figure list, I, I don't see this one getting re-released as a repaint or anything. You know, I was just thinking that. I, I joked about the box set, but there are certain Build-A-Figures we don't see again. Space Venom, for example. Right. And I think this is going to be one of those. And again, I think... Honestly, my favorite figure from the wave and its character selection plus color selection is the leader. Yeah. And other than that, you know, when we get to the end of the year and we start thinking back on the legends of the year and the best build a figure and the best figure and all of that, I have a feeling we're going to forget this wave. <laughs> yeah, it, it came out at a really weird time and everything's in flux. So it's, yeah, I, I agree. I think this is going to... And not that the figures aren't memorable or anything. I just think that the time period and the game isn't out. It's, this is all just kind of be like, eh. See, I'm thinking this is like a double. This isn't a home run wave. This isn't a bunt. The You know, they certainly didn't strike out. It's a good wave. It's a solid wave. But they put out so many figures. And they put out so many amazing figures that this wave, again, unless the game is... Spider-Man PS4 phenomenal. This wave is going to kind of just be there with some of the comic characters that came out like Nova in the Captain Marvel wave. Yeah, I mean, I can see this going a couple different ways, but it's it's waves like this that end up being the ones that people try to go back and get years from now because at the time it seemed like they were plentiful, it didn't seem like they were setting the world on fire, but for some reason or another, there's one figure or two figures in the wave that everybody wants, and I can tell you right now, like you said, it's leader. I mean, this is going to be known as the leader wave going forward, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Plus, he's just, again, a great character. I, if I had an office to go to, I could get an extra leader to put on my desk there. <laughs> 
And finally, before we sign off, Hasbro's been doing this Fan First Friday thing, say that 10 times fast, where on Fridays, they have the brand teams come out. And we started with Star Wars. I thought it was just going to be a Star Wars thing because they were doing the May the 4th. Well, they did it on May the 1st, so Fan First Friday. I thought it was just, you know, first of the month. But no, then they came out with the Transformers team and... I don't know, the My Little Pony team. I can't remember who did it week three. Yeah, no, there was, I think there was Transformers and Power Rangers has had one. Yep. Power Rangers, ponies, same thing. They're all colorful. (laughs) Watch out now, there's a lot of crossover. (laughs) But yeah, we had the Marvel team there. No Steve Evans. Steve wasn't with the other guys. I did send him a message on Instagram and told him that now since he's on the Marvel team, he's going to get me annually asking about Phoenix Force Cyclops. Right? (laughs) I mean, he asked what X-Men figures need to be made. I'm like, well, since you asked. (laughs) Well, there's one that they did announce that I think almost gives you the base for a custom for it. And that is? No, so one of the things that they they did in this call was they they went ahead and filled out that retro wave that they teased us with that New York Toy Fair a few months ago. So before we knew, we had a Peter Parker coming with the the glasses and a Gwen and uh, that new Spider-Man with the cool articulation. Well, there's three more figures coming in that wave. And one is Electro, which is cool, classic Electro. And then we get a classic Green Goblin, which we've already had. But like this is like a really cool throwback comic style paint app they got going on and this is the one that's kind of a little odd man out but they're doing a daredevil the armored daredevil i saw that yeah and you know daredevil and spider-man i consider them birds of a feather i mean they both swing through the city yeah i mean it's not i'm not saying it's like completely out of the left field i'm just saying like the rest of them are all direct spider-man related and then it's you know a daredevil in there but that daredevil like it kind of had that feel of that that phoenix force cyclops that you liked i don't know maybe it was just some of the accoutrements on it the shoulder pads and stuff like that yeah i'm gonna have to get that figure in hand to really judge it the thing that hit me with the spider-man retro wave is i finally realized why they're including that mary jane head with gwen stacy because it's just a little eerie. I mean, Marjorie, how would you feel if I said, here's the clothes of my ex-girlfriend. She's dead. Will you put them all on and then go out with me? Yeah, that might be grounds for you would never, ever get a second date. <laughs> Perhaps I would, you know, call the police or call my friend and say, hey, I think he's going to murder me. <laughs> but I was looking at some pictures online from our old photo archives Remember that Spider-Man Mary Jane Toys R Us 2-pack? Oh, geez, that's been a while, but yeah. It needed a new head badly. That Mary (laughs) Jane head was not one to consider a prize. Now, unfortunately, that's selling for like 100 bucks on eBay. So, great to release a new head and then you gotta go get a body, but... (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I think it's cool that they're giving you the choice, but it it is a little weird when you when you put it out that way. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for that wave. It should be cool, and they even teased that you know there's still more retro coming that they haven't announced yet. So I think that's cool that they're continuing to do those lines. And then they talked about some other lines that would be coming up in the future, and I was surprised because 
you know, they said, submit your questions. And I kind of flooded them with questions. You know, I, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> he was like 60 of the 63 questions. <laughs> Other than the, since you're doing old movies, will you do Howard the Duck? I felt like most of the questions were valid. <laughs> well, that one did sound like an Arnie question. <laughs> but I didn't ask, will you make a blank? Because they never answer, will you make a blank? But they answered, will you make blank? Somebody asked, would you do Into the Spider-Verse Marvel Legends? And they're like, yes, and they're coming. Nice. Well, that's why they answered it. <laughs> oh, and Dwight, if you are listening, I'm going to hold you to the, the fact that you uh, you teased us with the idea that maybe uh, a Spider-Hulk would be possible in the future in that deluxe series. That would be a nice addition because that old one goes for a pretty penny. Yeah, and that old one, I mean, it looks good, but it's got weird shoulder articulation and a play feature with a switch on his back and everything. I think that figure is due for an awesome modern update. I would agree with that. But I think Dwight had the biggest reveal, quite literally. A lot of people were wondering, were they going to launch the HasLab? I don't feel they're going to launch the HasLab, you know, Friday, given that they were planning on doing it at San Diego Comic-Con. And without the press of San Diego Comic-Con, I wonder if they'll even do it this year. I hope they do, but I gotta feel like it's handicapping them, you know? It's like they're not gonna get the huge press. Well, not necessarily the press, but I think you don't have the excitement level because San Diego is not taking place in person this year. So you miss the buzz from attendees and people who got to see it in the panel. It's not going to be on the show floor anywhere for anybody to take pictures of and post to Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. So it's a culmination of things. That's the kind of press I'm talking about. Social media press. Because that's where a lot of the buzz comes from too. Because they see it posted or they take a picture next to it and then it just explodes. But they didn't wait for a con, to my knowledge, to start Unicron or Cookie Monster. No, I mean, they, they did tease him there. And I mean, I think all of this is kind of building up. And I mean, obviously they haven't announced anything yet. But I mean, I get the feeling that they're going to hold some sort of multi-brand online event yet this summer. It might not be right at Comic-Con time. But I think they're going to have a bunch of those type of announcements ready to go. And we're probably going to start seeing some some word of that soon. Because I think what these these fan first Fridays are, I think it's kind of a little bit of a test run to see how much traction they're getting and how much word of mouth is going out because of that, you know, and if this keeps building, I can see them holding an online version of this just to, I mean, they got to get the word out there somehow and it's not going to be in person. Well, one thing they said is that next year, 2021, they're going to have the biggest Build-A-Figure they've ever done. Bigger than Foom? Bigger than Galactus? Did they do a Galactus Build-A-Figure? They didn't. No, Dwight was... When he talked about that, he was, I think he was referencing the Toy Biz one, but that's that's still a big build to figure. Yeah, that is. Here's my question. We're all assuming, especially based off the ginormous leg that Dwight, I thought that was actually funny. It was actually clever. <laughs> the, I've got something around here somewhere, and he just puts the leg up in front of the camera. <laughs> that was good. I mean, Oscar-worthy performance, you know, su- subtle humor. But what if it's not a Sentinel? What if it's Master Mold? And what if the big BAF is the Sentinel that comes out of Master Mold? Ooh, that could be cool. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just excited. I mean, that's, we have, you know, probably a year to speculate on this, you know, nine months to a year before we get an announcement of what it is. But like, holy cow, I, I love the idea that they're going back to 
that big profile. But it also raises questions. It's like, does that mean we're going to get a packaging change? Or is it going to be parts that are split into multiple waves? You know? I mean, how are they going to deliver a big Build-A-Figure when the packaging that we have now can only handle so much? Sometimes, Justin, you just need a bigger package. <laughs> I think the bigger question is, is why they want to hurt my feelings and not make a MODOK. <laughs> I feel like this is a personal affront at this point. They made Sugar Man! <laughs> yeah, and they also just announced uh, AIM Troopers in that Troop Builder series, too. So Right? That was another piece of news, too. So the, there, that's the second one. Which is a little obvious. We said at Toy Fair that AIM was the obvious one, and so they shouldn't do that second. But they're doing it second. <laughs> but they said the third one is one that hasn't been released before, so that's that's kind of exciting. I'm wondering what that could be, because we have had, we've had shield soldiers, haven't we? Or am I thinking of three and three quarter inches? Has it been that long? Well, no, we've had like, was it a Nick Fury that you could swap the heads on and make different soldiers out of? Yeah, I feel like there was something like that. I can't put my finger on it. But yeah, it was something like that where it was like kind of a basic body and there was like a named character and then also a helmeted version you could pop on there. You have to go back a long ways, but they made a hand ninja in a two-pack when Hasbro was pretty new with the license. Oh, yeah. Because I keep thinking hand ninjas are troop builders, especially with G.I. Joe putting out evil ninjas for the six-inch line there. And the one thing that's kind of frustrating, I did a lot of pre-ordering after their panel. A lot of stuff went up for pre-order. Justin, were you able to get a Moon Knight? I don't think anybody did, if I'm honest with you. Like, I saw people posting that link, and within two minutes, it was gone. Like I, I got to there, I got to the point where it was like, I was able to click buy now, but it just kept coming up with an error. Sorry, we can't do that right now. And then a few minutes later, it was out of stock. So I'm wondering if they had some sort of issue or two people got in there and bought thousands of them each or something. I don't know, but. Here's what I'd read and I read it a couple hours too late. The add to cart feature was having a problem, but if you add it to your shopping list, you could then go to your shopping list and hit add to cart, and then people were checking out with them. Oh, interesting. I'm so over online ordering right now with stuff like this. We still haven't seen the cuckoos. Nope. Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, keep in mind, we live like smack dab in the middle of the country. We get everything last. And then there was this pandemic thing that kind of got in the way of shipments. Which should also get away in the way of people buying the cuckoos. I don't think they've ever hit here. Hmm. Interesting. So I'm I'm just a little nervous on that moon night. I know, me too. I mean, I feel like right when I had a handle on how things were working with Walgreens, this whole thing hits, and I haven't been to Walgreens in a while, so I don't even know. I've heard that the, the Iron Man 2020 is starting to hit, or that classic Iron Man anyway, is starting to hit, but I haven't, I haven't been to Walgreens to check it, so... I have seen shelves full of Iron Man 2020. Like, they're getting full cases and a dozen at a time. Yeah. And I just don't think that's as hot as Moon Knight or the Stepford Cuckoos. Nope. Yeah, Moon Knight has me a little scared, but it's not supposed to even ship until fall. So I feel like that's a... We've got some time to figure out that problem, you know? 
<laughs> but that is it for this week's show. Before we leave, I want to give a shout out to you, Justin. You always do amazing graphics for the show, but you knocked it out of the park getting all these figures posed together with your Xbox controller and the game cover, like the Xbox clamshell in the back and the <laughs> coloring. I just, I, I freaking love that shot. <laughs> it is very good. It was, it was fun putting together. And it's like, you know, a little bit of how the sausage is made is like, you know, Arnie, you always come up with some great ideas for for titles of a show, and so I was reading through them, and you had this one on there. <laughs> this is funny. I was like, "All right, well, I think unless you know you you're against it, I I like the idea of these figures got no game, so I'm gonna roll with that." And then you you said you said back to me, "It's like you forgot you put that on there, and you came up with it again." <laughs> I was taking photos. I'm like, "They got no game." Oh my god, I'm so clever. Not knowing, I sent it to him. <laughs> So that's when I we knew we had the concept down. <laughs> but we're happy to be getting back in the swing of things. Again, San Diego Comic-Con's coming pretty soon. The virtual one. We're going to be definitely doing some things for that. But even more, tomorrow, the day after we release this, on July 10th, Hasbro is doing a major release of information via Hasbro Pulse. We're going to have a video up tomorrow afternoon of our live reaction to it and discussing what it is they reveal because I'm willing to bet it's probably going to be the start of the HasLab. If not, we still expect some big information. So that Marvel one-shot, not a full episode, we call them a one-shot, a microcast, will be available tomorrow as well. And we've already got our next show planned out and it hopefully will be coming very soon that's right because if we don't stay caught up we're never going to get caught up there's so much stuff out and so much stuff coming out that we've got to stay on top of it so and for our next show i'm hoping the sugar man wave is here Ooh. he's showing up at places honestly i got a shipping notice from entertainment earth that a wave of legends had shipped and i'm like sugar man sugar man sugar man open it up oh gamer verse <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, we will hopefully have Age of Apocalypse. If not, we were kind of holding off for the movie, but we have a wave of Black Widow Legends and all the exclusives too. Yep. So some of that or some of this and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com You can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for collectibles, and read articles on Marvel movies, comics, and collecting. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback. You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Find all those links at our website. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Associate produced by Jason Latham. Video editing by Andrew and Daryl. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff and Curtis. Announcements 
by Brock. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. It's not as good as Galactus hat. I mean, no. that's the number one. Uh, I got my recorder going. <laughs> what song? Mojo Rising? Got my mojo working. Oh. That's what I was thinking too, Marjorie. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking Jim Morrison. <laughs> no, like everybody who's ever done blues has done Got My Mojo Working. I didn't know you are a blues expert. I listened to like a 60 disc box set and now I call myself one. Oh. <laughs> 60 disc. It was a best buy back in the day. <laughs> 45,000 hours of blues. <laughs> 13,000 renditions of Mr. Mojo Riser. What is it called? Got my mojo got my going. Mojo, you know, got my mojo working. Got my mojo working. Got my mojo working. Got my I don't think I've ever got heard that song. Got my mojo working, just won't work on you. I don't think I've ever heard that. I'm not familiar with that song. <laughs> I think he just made it up. <laughs> Some fever dream that he had. Look, I even went to like a blues festival. That was an all-day thing. I have heard your brother sing Got My Mojo Working. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to call him after this and find out. I'm going to look it up after this. He did it when we went to see him play at a blues club. Is it a blues club? Yes. Then they got their mojo working. I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs>